Hello, Babylonians. I know a lot of you have been with us for a long time, even from the beginning, and we cannot say thank you enough. And I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately, how do you make your own podcast? Well, it's simple. I use Anchor. Anchor Anchor.fm, which is the website, or there is an app, or you can go on your computer, whatever you want to do. It's the easiest way. Um, It is run through Spotify, so that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to distribute your podcast out onto, and there's lots of different, it'll stream to at least, I think, 10 different platforms, or more. um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter where your setup is like, you can start creating today, today, and tell me what your podcast name is, because you know I'm going to listen. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry, I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me, even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening. Hey, Babylonians! Sean is back! Did you miss me? Yes, I did! You didn't. You suck. No. <laughs> and we also have a guest here named Ooh, Katie. Hi, Katie. Hello. <laughs> that was really loud. That's good. <laughs> well, it's fine. Welcome. Microphone is working. Welcome. Welcome. So, yes. Sorry I've been gone. I'm back. And then I, I might be gone again. We don't know things. It's fine. Shonda's abandoning me. Yep. That's what I do. Fuck off. I'm not abandoning you. <laughs> Sean, well, I don't know. Do, you, do we want to talk about it? <laughs> I mean, we're going to get, it's going to go. So, um, we're trying to move to Arkansas. More than likely they're going to yeah. be. It's, by trying, the, I mean. It's, it's happening. happening. It's happening. Hopefully by June. Yes. And they have and, a beautiful um, potential house. You guys, they're like, we're surrounded by seven lakes and there's tons of trees So all you everywhere. Arkansas listeners. Hey, all I knew about you before now, like, was, all I, all I had known was inbreeding and meth. And I'm like, mm, no, no thanks. And now I'm like, I fucking love Arkansas. So. <laughs> We've lost all those listeners. They're gone. Hey, I said now I've learned that that's not all you guys. Hey, what do people say about Kansas? They all don't I can think, think we have cars. I like, can, so. All I can think about is that old vine. And it's like this, uh, so, I don't know what. Bah, what the hell is the yeah. word? I, she, she had an accent, and she's just like, why is this Kansas, and this is not Arkansas, this is Arkansas, oh. America, explain! <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I remember that, that one. That, and there's like the, are some people call it the Arkansas River, and some yeah. people call it the Arkansas Ar- River. I I've already called it, I've already called it. This is great, this is great. Um, she's the chef from the Muppets, it's fine. Arden, <laughs> Salsa. I don't know. Um, well, yeah. Since Shauna hasn't been here, um, we did. We've gained. So we we got Wyoming. Hey, we love you, Wyoming. That was super loud. <laughs> it was a little bit, but yeah. I was like, we were, it was like we're gonna talk about it when Shauna comes back. Yes. Um, we, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They've like moved like yeah. up the chart. You guys, like, not only did you jump in, you jumped on with a fucking train of people, and I'm super stoked. Thank you. And thank you. I just realized as we're sitting and recording that this is episode 100. <gasps> Katie! Katie! Katie's bringing all the good energies, and she's got a cute little, she's got a little bun in the oven! She's got a baby bun in the oven! And it's super duper cute. So, I'm not the pregnant one this time, guys. Hey! <laughs> but, and, do we want to talk about why you're here? Do we want to dabble on that a little bit? Dibble on do we want to tell them a little bit why you're here? I am thinking about doing my own little podcast. Yes! What? Did she say her own podcast? <laughs> so no. we don't have any names or anything, but details coming soon. <laughs> to an earlobe near you. And drum. It's drum. Drum. Only one earlobe? Just one. Just one. All it takes a lobe. You just need drum. one. You need to hear one, one earlobe. Not even your eardrum. I knew what I meant. 
<laughs> Goodbye. It's been a while, guys. There's a lot of good energy. There's so many crystals surrounding my freaking uh, microphone right now. There's a good hundred or so. Oh, and there's more on the floor and bags. I haven't organized them, but yeah. Oh, there's so like more bags, isn't there? So yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Bags but rocks. no, not like my life used to be. No, nope. <laughs> But anyways, no. Um, I- I've actually had a couple people who've reached out to me because apparently I. I know what I'm doing. I don't know. I've become a tea kettle in the last 30 minutes. It's fine. But no, like my friend Dylan, um, I think I briefly touched on base about him and his um, starting a podcast about metal music. And he hasn't quite got that ball rolling. It's in the works. He's got a really cool setup. Like, it's really fancy. And then Katie had reached out to me and I'm like, why don't you just come over and see how we do it? And that's, it's way easier to explain. So that's why she's here. It's not easier to explain. It's easier to see. It's, it's easier, easier to see. Yeah. Because I don't, I can't explain shit. There's I, nothing to explain. We just sit here and bull- we just bullshit. We just <laughs> sit here and talk about old murdery things. And we've got an extra microphone. So like, you're welcome. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean it's it a is, start. <laughs> it's, it's really nice. Mic- so Yeti, hello, sponsor us. Thank yeah. you. Um, but yeah, so she's coming here and she's checking it out and. Get in her feels for it, and I just sharing my knowledge because apparently I'm all knowing. <laughs> and if you you if you if you're new here, you can go back and listen to Shauna's like I just sit here and really react, and Nicole does everything else. It's true. Which I mean, I guess it's true. Hey, so that's Nicole. Hi, hello, it's me, <laughs> and I'm Shauna, and, and this is Katie, and this is Katie, and, and she wants to start her own podcast. It's gonna be great. So it's gonna be great. So it's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be a great time. So or we'll maybe pro- Katie just takes over while I'm gone and just say. And maybe Katie, we'll just have a that. double podcast. Hey, that's something that, that is interesting. Well, we're gonna be having a lot of more conversations after this there recording is done. Okay. So let's get on to some not so fun things. So this has the potential to be maybe a really long episode. We're gonna make it a two parter. It's Are gonna we? be two. It's gonna be two. Just kidding. I lied. And it's gross. Gross. It's so it's, fucking... Not that any of them... I think I told that to, I was messaging Katie because she did some research on her own, dabbling in and checking out this fuckhead that we're about to talk about. And um, I haven't. Way to go, Katie, because I don't know shit. <laughs> I sent her a couple links. It's a lot. It is a lot. So, um, Brian, my boss, um, requested... I just met him. Super nice guy. Love him. The tits. He's a good guy. He's a great boss and a wonderful friend, and he loves my kids a lot. And me, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, he absolutely does. Yes. And he found this this TikTok of this guy, and so he sent it to me, and he's like, oh, you should cover him. And so then I deep-dived, and I was like, oh, I'm going to show you the video afterwards because, okay. oh. And I will link it in the show notes, and it's, uh, he's so gross. It's just, I know a lot of these people we talk about, especially we've covered a lot of women killers, but this dude... Oh, we're like, covering a dude. I didn't even catch on to that. I'm yeah. dumb. It's yeah, he, Joseph um, Gordon-Levitt. Callinger. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. If, if we can get just this into Joseph Gordon-Levitt's ears, I think I will just die. His earlobe or his earlobe? His earlobe. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet this so hard. I'll be like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, will you please put my podcast in your earlobe? Thank you. Thank Goodbye. You. My brother loves you. Bye. So does my sister. Bye. Thank you. I don't sure. know why I said earlobe. It's all right. It's fine. I'm going to put that Just in your... one. Just one. Just one. That's all you have to listen. That's all it takes. It's one lobe. Not even the drum. Hey. We've missed you guys. I've missed you. I've missed recording with my sister and, like I said, Katie's energy it's all... and that sweet baby energy. Yes. It's all great. It's great. It's good. It's great. Okay. It's great. All right, this guy not great. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Callinger, Callinger. Ka- I think it's Callinger because I know. Because that... then, I, then sometimes I'd say Kalinger. Yeah, <laughs> Kalinger. Well, well, I know there Joe. was like two different ones because yeah. they were trying to find out who he was, and they went through like the phone book and whatnot. So <gasps> Sorry. Wow. Pause, pause. But speaking of Joe, there's gonna they're coming up with another season of you. <laughs> the second season was not very well. No, but oh. I still love Joe. I haven't even. Or was it season three. two or was it season three? Oh, it's season three. Sorry, season the last three season that just came out. I didn't really like it. I was it not was, a fan. It was. It's just I rolled my fucking eyes at the very end. I'm like, God please damn don't ruin Joe. it for me because yeah. I still haven't yeah, watched I just, it. I just rolled my eyes and goddamn it, Joe. That's it. Watch. Are we surprised though? But I mean, I, love, I didn't finish it. But are we love, surprised? Love me some Pen Badgley though. Dude, get in my mouth. Okay. Like the Diet Cherry Coke. Sponsor us, Diet Cherry Coke. Thank you. Or Diet Cherry Pepsi. I either way. vanilla Diet Pepsi and Pepsi. Just, zero sugars. I don't even just know. all the sponsors. Thank yeah. you. So, Joseph <laughs> oh, right. 
Callinger, Callinger, Callinger. I know I listened to of it. Of the sort. Callinger. Of the, I'm going to Google it right now. <laughs> he, but he was born Joseph Lee Brenner III. Okay. Two parents, Joseph Brenner Jr. and Judith at Liberty's Hospital in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Really? And <clears throat> on the couple of sources that I found, it's his birthday is December 11th. And it is Gosh. either... I have it in parentheses, Sagittarius. That's <laughs> oh, great. No. 19... Are you a Sagittarius? No, my baby daddy is. Or my first one is. Yeah. 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 Great. <laughs> great time. She is, too. There. Well, yeah, his birthday is literally <laughs> seven days after Shauna's. Uh, but he was either born in 1935 or 36. Um, two of the sources that I used was 35 or 36. So, regardless, his birthday is December 11th. Okay. So not long after he was born and into his first year of life, he was put into foster care pretty quick um, after his father abandoned his mom, because, you know, we're all about winning dads over here. All of them. All of them. There's good ones out there. I'm not, but this one, not this one. Okay, it's fine. Over the course of that time, he only saw his mother once a week and developed serious separation anxiety from her. So at the Dude, I'm sorry, but in 1930s, in the 30s, 40s, and you're only seeing your, so the daddy had the, wow, I'm sorry, that's just. That, that doesn't happen. So trash often. dads have been a thing since before, before I was Since born. before time. Cool. Since, since, since the, before since, time. Since sliced bread. But yeah. I mean, are we surprised? Since We're not surprised. surprised. No, We're not surprised. surprised. <laughs> so at the end... <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete. At the end of 1937, he was placed on the Catholic... Oh, adoption list. <laughs> yeah. I'm baptized Catholic. I can say it like that. Let's do it. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> His mom was unable to find a husband to take care of her and her son, so she just dipped and decided to let someone else raise Joseph. Hey. So on October 15th, 1938 or 39, which is Kanisha's birthday, hey, um, um, he was adopted by Stephen and Anna Callinger. Callinger. I think it's Callinger. God damn it. I don't fucking know. We're going to do it with the... It just are you feels a gif right. or a jiff person? Who are you? <laughs> Calendar. Depends. Is it the jiffy loo or the peanut butter? <laughs> right. <laughs> I have peanut butter in case you have a low. Thank you. Shove, <laughs> just I don't have my meter to even know. Oh, just, great. That might be why I'm trying to die right now. Don't die. As in pass out, not really die. It's fine. If, um, it's we're just going to keep going. We'll leave your fine. corpse over there. It'll be making for ratings. We'll see you later. We'll totally have to do this as like video because she'll be like, shut up. <laughs> 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 and I'll just do the <laughs> my freaking tea kettle laugh. <laughs> so anyway, he's adopted. Okay. Um, and it was made official on January 9th, nineteen forty. Okay. A Tuesday, always. It's a Tuesday. And his bio mom Judith tried to bribe the Callengers with um into giving her money for her son. Essentially, and literally tried to sell him to them. She unfortunately, or she fortunately didn't receive a dime. She didn't okay. get shit. But okay. So the mom that he saw once a week. Ew. God. Yeah, once a week. Was like, hey, we know somebody that she's been reincarnated to. Absolutely, we do. I'm going to send her this episode. Anyways, <laughs> we'll discuss that all Judith there. and No, I know. <laughs> oh, I didn't, even, I didn't even put that together. All right. Okay. So, this part kind of makes me sad because it's okay to feel bad for a killer when they're a kid because they are children at one point in their lives. Mm-hmm. The, I feel like if you're going to be adopted... Mm-hmm. You're going to be adopted into a loving home because these people want <laughs> a baby. Hope. That's what we hope. But. So his home life with his abo- adoptive, adopt, okay, uh, adoptive parents. Wow. So, I'm just going to leave. Adoptive parents was anything but loving. Gross. He was very receptive to his surroundings and learned the word fuck from some neighborhood kids. Oh, welcome to the Marshall quick. family. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, that's like our favorite word. It yeah. is. Okay. That's why my mom don't listen to this. <laughs> he was beaten by his father with a leather strap, and his mother used a wooden spoon on him. Um, we're going to, I guess I should have trigger warning it. Well, a warning. little bit. This There's kid's a lot. life was shit. His childhood he ends up is, being shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's and pretty, not that shit. Just shit. Just a heaping pile of garbage. <laughs> so, during the week... The beatings were consistent. He was never told what the word meant or why he was even being punished. Oh, so he said this word and then just got the snot beat out of him. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, it's, it's cool, cool, cool. It's fine. Oh. Um, he was grounded for a week after saying said word, and he was abused by both parents so severely that at age six he um, suffered a hernia and hernia inflicted by his adoptive dad. He had to have surgery at St. Mary's Hospital where his parents also told him that the doctor would give him surgery to make his bird small. Bird was the word. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> bird was the word. Damn it. 
I didn't mean to type it like that. They would use <laughs> to call a penis. Oh, your birdie? Bird. Oh, they call it a bird, and I put in parentheses, and this is how one. abuse is enhanced when it's shit like this is told to a child. Do not teach your children to call their genitals something like... Other than a, what the real name is. What it is. Right. Like, Arlen knows he has penis. Mm-hmm. Knows his mom has a vagina. Mm-hmm. It's not a cookie or a... Ooh-ah. Or a fucking bird. Or a bird. Because yeah. bird is not the word. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Three, and then I continued on that. I just... Uh, three weeks yeah. prior to his bird surgery... A girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so wait a minute. He had surgery. Birds. What? He I'm had so surgery on his penis because they wanted to. His parents were gonna get there. Okay. They didn't want him to like be able to have erections and yeah. stuff. They wanted to like prohibit him from being able to have any sexual pleasure from his life. But it doesn't work because he goes on to father a shit ton of children. All right. Well. So three weeks prior to this surgery, he, a girl ended up kicking him in the groin. He claimed he hadn't done anything to her to deserve it, but his parents punished him regardless. Um, his punishments included... Um, so it started with kneeling on jagged rocks, uh, being locked in closets, um, consuming excrement, what? committing self-injury... Being burned with irons, being whipped with belts, and I mean, I've done that, but not on purpose. And being starved. Um, At age seven, he stole a book of prayers from school and had to kneel on sandpaper for an hour each night. Age eight, um, I said, (laughs) I put put this, I said, this poor child, because yes, you can feel sorry for the child that these monsters were before they were monsters, was hit, uh, hit in the head four times with a hammer because he wanted to go on a class trip to the zoo. He was hit by his mother because he wanted to go to the zoo with his classmates and she hit him with a hammer four times. After he was hit, he ran into the house and began hitting his head against the walls and tables as he was being chased by his mom with a broom. So then I put babble time. Like I had to, I literally typed this out. I was like, why would you intentionally adopt a child just to abuse them? What are you going to get out of that besides traumatizing said child? Who's already been abandoned by his birth parents only to be taken in by these monster fucks who have, and being even more brutalized. Like I just, I don't understand. I would never, I just don't get it. I don't well, understand it. So it makes, I mean like, it's just, yeah, it's sad. But did you guys, I don't know how old or if you guys have, I have not listened to everybody ever all the podcasts, but there was the two women that adopted the three black children and like killed them. Nope. Like, Uh -uh. killed them. Like, drove her, like, it was on TikTok. I had seen it on TikTok, and I, it's a movie now, and, like, these women had adopted these kids to kill them. Because they were... suck. Not, you know, like, I just, ugh, I just don't understand that. Like, what purpose, how are people even getting away with that? I don't know. You know? It's like, you feel like they have to jump through hoops and bounds to be able to get these children, and then they do shit maybe, like that. Maybe the lo- hoops and bounds is more of a recent thing. Yeah. Because before, you could just fucking pick up kids on the corner, literally. I mean, Charlie yeah. Manson's mom that, like, traded him they, for a pitcher they, of beer for a few, a few hours. Like, well, yeah, my yeah. biological mom just dropped me off. Uh, my biological mom worked for my parents. They owned a bar in Dodge back in the day, and my biological mom... Just Randy was like, oh, sitting at the bar drunk, you know, pregnant with me. And she was like, oh, uh, do you want to take the baby? And my mom was like, yeah, you know, not thinking she was serious. And here I am, two months old, eight pounds. Here you go. And, yeah, she said that after two years, like, they were able to adopt me because it's abandonment after two years. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's your mommy, mommy. The one that you call my, mommy. My mommy good, is my mommy. She's a good mama. Yeah, she's good people. She's good, good people. No. Yeah. <laughs> See? I had no idea. Neither did I. We're just, all right. Hi, well, welcome whoops. to my deep, dark secrets. Anyways. Okay, and scene. <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, <laughs> I just snotted. It's well, fine. I'm fine. Bless you. Uh, <clears throat> the abuse wasn't only at home. He ended up being held at knife point by some older boys while one performed oral sex on him. He was eight at this time. Um, On his 11th birthday, he had his first lashing out at something when he didn't receive a birthday present. So he took it out on his classmates and cut up all of their coats. That was his first, like... Fuck your coat! 
Yeah. <laughs> snap, 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 snap. Sorry. He uh, wanted to try and make friends. It's not the way to do it, my dude. Um, so he stole money from his parents, and he would take the neighborhood kids to the movies. And, of course, his parents found out that he was stealing money from them. And this punishment was to have his fingers burned on the stove. Oh, really? Get rid of his fingerprints? Genius parents. Jeez. Yeah. So Sorry. he thought the burnt fingers weren't that painful, and he could handle it to be able to go to the movies with friends. So he continued to steal. And he was burned on his fingers on six different occasions. Little did they know they were really helping him become the criminal he was going yeah. to be. Shit. Um, sexual I don't know anything about what he's going to be. Other than it's apparently bad. a father. From yeah, not a good one. Not, yeah. <laughs> sexual fascination began for him around age 13 uh, when he cut a hole into his wall to use for masturbation. Hey, um, mean, he would become aroused by photos of naked... What did you just say? <laughs> I didn't hear you. A, a deep hole? <laughs> So you're really asking if this penis is big? <laughs> my God! I know. Actually, what I was thinking about, I was looking at the walls down here, and then I was thinking of the walls in my home because it's a trailer. I'm like, that's how much friction are you getting? Me? <laughs> oh, no. okay. Well, and there's just like a wall, and the right pink stuff. Or yeah, whatever, and then that bit. shit's itchy. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you Remember can't how insulation. Yeah. How got that shit in her eyes when she was in a tornado? Well, you didn't, how just, like, are you, couldn't rub her eyes. Like, how it, are you even so getting... So, he's trying to rub his... So, that took a turn. I wasn't prepared for Welcome this. Welcome back! Welcome back. <laughs> you missed me! <laughs> and now you want Katie here forever. False. <laughs> Would, I mean... Okay, wow. that was not what I meant. Wow! Oh, God, sister. I'm gonna... Sir, I'm gonna I go. go. Nicole's having a... <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it was a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> I want both of them here forever, all right? So he would become aroused by photos of naked men and women, as well as having a knife nearby to re achieve orgasm. So, okay, the so knife was either okay. nearby or he had to, like, be holding, like, clutching the knife while he was okay. masturbating at the same time. It's going to be sense. crystals. No, that makes future. sense. Because sorry, later... I can't get off until I've gotten... So. No, but it makes sense because, like, it's later... Divine intervention. Later, we find out he uses that to his advantage. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. Well, if Kitty interjects in here, she um did some. She might have done better research than I Katie did. So did I guess research. We'll... <laughs> Shauna knows Jack Squat. It's fine. I, I watched a little bit here and there, but like yeah. your stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm learning a lot more. Yeah, than but I I, I deep dove, man. Okay. Um, he ended up needing to cut and stab pictures to become aroused. Surgery wasn't in effective in preventing that. Because remember, he had bird surgery. Bird surgery. Bird is not the word. He then conven- <laughs> so his, his woodpecker. <laughs> this is great he then convinced his parents to send him to camp for two weeks in the summer of 1949 in July um, he ended up stealing a scope off a rifle at camp excuse me why are there comes at this camp excuse wow. me excuse me sir huh. he took it apart and kept the scoped because it makes things bigger and I was like innuendo probably I don't know I don't know why'd you keep the scope why'd you keep the scope what do you gotta see what do you gotta see it's fine so shortly after returning from camp, Joseph claimed a voice in his brain told him he needed to cut someone. He ended up um, getting on the bus with a knife, just riding along to find a victim when a boy got on the bus. He followed, um, he followed him off and he led the boy into the woods near stream and ordered him to take off his pants. And then he ended up running, Joseph ended up running off into the woods, never harming this first boy, except a little bit, like, this kid just told me to take off my pants. He did this three more times with other boys, and the last victim, Joseph, repeated what he had done, had been done to him, but this time he performed oral sex on the boy holding, um, holding him at knife point, and he ended up, like, biting the boy's penis, like, not off, but, like, just biting it, so. Okay, I'm sorry, okay. sorry, ramble time. It's fine. And then I do think I am having a low, so I'm going to have to go upstairs and get peanut butter in just a minute. But this is what I do, and this is what pisses off my husband when I'm having a low, as I mm -hmm. evade what I need to do. Um, so, sorry. People who have um, people give them oral uh -huh. that don't want to. Right. Are they not aware there's teeth in a mouth? I just don't understand why. Like, that would... I. I, that would be the first thing I would do. It's like I'm fucking biting and no, 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 I'm turning no, no. into a pit. I understand that this, oh. uh, but I'm just, I'm saying, I know this is yeah. not what, like, yeah. he did it. because he was the one giving the oral. Yes, 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 yes. But, okay. um, <clears throat> for those 
who've had like somebody being like, you will put my dick in your mouth and you're going to suck and enjoy. Like, seriously. Absolutely <laughs> Go not. Go ahead. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I just, I don't, I, I would to- totally be a pit bull. I would just fucking bite down chomp and just shake my hood and... Be like, oh, like Apollo upstairs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just feeling, moving his head back and forth but and telling no. Like, I, yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know why you would, I don't, sorry. And for any... Okay, we're going to pause oh. for the cause. Okay. okay, and we're back, but you Hi. guys don't even know. Because nope. Shauna had a low and I had to take care of yep. her. Yeah, she's fine. She Ain't nobody having no seizures on this podcast. Except there. my language seizures, because I can't read. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's great. I don't know. I'm fine. So, we were talking about, yeah, um, how... No, I was just, I wanted to bring up, I just don't under, it is what it is, and things happen, but I just, I just, not everybody has my, my brain, and I would think that if some person was like, suck my dick, and I'm like, I've got teeth, go ahead, put it in yep. there, and if I didn't want to do it, because I can suck some good dick, I'm sorry, like, I mean, hey-o. She didn't woo my brother for nothing. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. It's true. Yes. But Get I, on the ground, make like a circus seal. It's fine. So... Point being, there's teeth in a mouth, <sighs> and I would bite down hard and make like a pit bull and just shake my head, and I just, I just don't know. So if you're ever in that situation, people, use your fucking teeth. Use yeah. your teeth, or your. I mean, if you don't have teeth, fine. You've got jaw. It's just. It's gonna hurt it's regardless. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, in this scenario, that wouldn't have helped this poor kid. No, and and he was doing it, and he had a knife to. It's yeah. But I just sorry. I. I babble. Uh, hopefully we don't have to have anybody encounter that. But if it happens to you, use your fucking teeth. Okay. So we're going to yeah, leave that. He just kept trying to get these kids or these boys. And that was the one that he finally was satisfied. And so he moved on to... Um, yeah. Okay. So a couple sources had this tidbit a little bit different. He had a weird normal dream of acting and or being a playwright bef- uh, maybe Joe both. did this joke? yeah joseph yeah. okay so we're just segueing into that sorry thing. and also my brain's trying to get back to normal yeah after having a low so i'm just yeah. like so one source said he directed a school play um they put on a christmas carol another said he was cast as the lead part he did really well in his part and that's where the actor dream started but his shitty ass parents of course make fun of him and wanted nothing to do in this sh- in the in support of his show Okay, that's just fine. So, uh, yeah, they shut that dream down real fast because his parents suck. Yep. Age 14, he ends up meeting a girl that he just loves, and her name is Hilda. And they met at the movies and began dating uh, pretty quickly. And, you know, first love, blah blah bloop For a few months, um, his parents did forbid him for date. Okay, goodbye. Forbid him from dating her, but he did anyways because honestly, fuck anything his parents advise him on. Yeah. Um, in, in my opinion. And also, when you're 14, that's every 14 year old's mindset too. Well, I'm right. A 14 year old right now, and I've had two before. Okay. Okay. So. Thanks, bye. And at the ripe age of 15, he ends up losing. Losing. Yep. Losing. Losing up. Losing up his virginity and giving it to Hilda. <laughs> there you go. It's the only thing we have in common is we lost <laughs> our virginities birdie. at 15. His birdie. His bird. The bird the was the word and it worked. He can have sex. Not only do he, does he become a man, quote Ew. unquote, he also starts hearing God talk to him and that he has a mission to heal and save people through their feet. <laughs> Dude, I, AKA the Count shoemaker. me in. If that means you're going to rub my feet, I'm The shoemaker. So yeah, that's what dead. he's called. Thank oh. you. Yeah. Oh, I just meant foot rubs. Sorry. Yeah. Well, foot fetish. Right? <laughs> I said no thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> he conducts over 40,000 experiments on people from 1951 40, to 19,000? Yeah. To 1972 due to this vision. We will get to these so-called experiments over the course of this criminal career with this foot stuff and him speaking to God and all that deliciousness. Through my foot? <laughs> yeah, don't touch my feet. Actually, Dude, no. all right, sorry, side note, sorry. Uh, my husband never listens to this podcast anyway, so sorry to talk about this. Okay, so there was this one dude, horrible in bed, okay? Was like, <laughs> the worst. All right, he was, and not my husband. Okay, so but, but this dude could give foot rubs that would literally make me orgasm. Like, shit. I don't even, I don't even know what he was doing, but it was like, 
I wish he could have done it with his hands. Ah, sad. To my feet. Yeah. To my body, what he did. That, that, that came out wrong. That I, I know what you mean. But, like, it makes... I wish you, he could Dude. have done what with his hands to your body what he did to your feet. Yeah. Oh. God, what a shame. Dude. What a Seriously, useless... I've never... I love foot rubs. I love... That's, like, my weakness. I know. I'm getting a pedicure rub. next week. I'm Ooh. stoked. Ugh. It's been a long but time. this dude, and I was like... And it was... He just... It just... I don't even know. I don't even know. But then we tried to have sex twice. And I was like, oh. oh. No. <laughs> she crossed her eyes when she said twice. I hope you guys could have seen that. <laughs> and it was a bummer. It was Sad. such a bummer. And he even was like, well, I mean, like. <laughs> I don't know what happened, like, dude. Like, where are my feet? I go, seriously? You're, like, I go, you're going to see my own face. He's like, oh, I'd like to. Loud! <laughs> 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 Well, I'm going to put a, a sound warning on this uh, episode. We get uh, really loud in here. Do not have it know. loud in I your car. I don't even know. I didn't even know. I, it, it wasn't... I want someone to be able to drive through and having this reason. come through the fucking speakers. <laughs> For reason. He was better with his hands. On my feet. And, uh... Oh, dum My feet are, like, like throbbing at the thought of it right now. They're like, oh, I wish. But... I love foot rubs. Dude, foot rubs are I the best. I hate people touching my feet, though. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, it's like... But a pedicure sounds lit. Mm. Yeah. Especially with being like eight months pregnant. Oh my God. Yeah. And then when people say that'll put you into labor, I'm like, what? Yeah, I went and got one like three weeks before I had Arlo and nothing happened. I was going to say, well, eat it in a lot of pineapple too, like that. No, uh, it just makes your vagina taste good. I can edit that part (laughs) out. (laughs) Pineapple juice is really good if you want to taste good. Just throw that out there. Okay. And... Scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a whole lot. I'm gonna... Okay, 29 minute mark. I'll remember that. At age 15, he ended up moving into... <laughs> <laughs> We are a hot mess all together. See, I love it. See, I told it. her this is going to be a two-parter. I knew. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not even... We're only on page two. <laughs> age 15, he ends up moving into his own space. Wow. Wow. At <laughs> 20... Almost 29, I can't move out. My parents... <laughs> God damn it, Joseph, you're doing better than I am. It's okay, me too, it's fine. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I'm not alone. Um, he had a job at his father's shoe shop. Shoe shop. Because, you know, feet. <laughs> and he and Hilda were regularly having sex. hey mm-hmm. At this time, he actually had friends who he had played poker with. <laughs> Poked her. Ah! Sorry. And, <laughs> I'm so sorry. And pool, and he developed a taste for the alcohol. Um, the alcohol. That's how I typed it. He, he <laughs> I thought I put drooped. He drooped out of school. He drooped. Dropped out of school at age 17 so he could work full-time in the shoe shop, and he and Hilda ended up tying the knot for Hilda. Over the course of their short marriage, he's 17, and she's I think she's the same age. She might have been a little bit younger. Um, I think she was, actually. Anyways. And also, back then, this is like the 40s, right? Yeah. F- 50s-ish. So, like, 14, 15, like, that's, 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 that's prime. Yep. That's, um, all right. Sorry. I was just so, thinking how young. And then, and the 17 dropping out, it's like, oh, but like, I don't know how many people were really finishing a school. Some people thing. only like would, would drop out at like eighth grade. Yeah. So like, yeah. but so this it was like more of like helping their family, like with sure. working. Yeah. So, working yeah, on the farm. Like more common. Yeah. It was more common. So not, so not like it is these days where that's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, this is pretty fucking common. That's Yeah. 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 So over the course of their short marriage, only, and this was in one source, so I'm not sure if it's completely, like, accurate or anything, but they mentioned that she had ten pregnancies over the course of their marriage, and only two children made it past infancy. Ten. Ten kids. Oh, wow. So I don't know if she miscarried, stillbirth, or what, but she carried through ten pregnancies with this guy. Poor thing. Oh, my Um, The toll that takes on a woman, which thankfully led her to leaving his abusive ass in September of 1956 for another man's. So oh, she, so she, she used to beat boy. her, I guess. Uh-huh. He used to beat her. Oh, oh yeah, that he was that's aggressively, and he's just uh. abusive overall to everyone, children, spouses, and then leads to murder. Um, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, after Don't jump two. ahead. Don't jump ahead. <laughs> we got we got about twenty pages of notes here. A year after they split, Joseph ended up being hospitalized with a supposed brain lesion, but tests determined it was just a psycho. No, okay. Psychopathological nervous disorder. Psychopathological nervous disorder. disorder. Yeah, I had wow. to type that three times because I kept missing. Psychopathological liar. 
So, you know, like that's, that's what I've heard, psychothetic, right? And mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. nervous disorder. That's that's a lot of words that I've never put together in to and describe someone, but now I'm going to start. Okay, which would Yours. be from the trauma. Yeah. All that trauma and abuse and stuff from his childhood. Being abused as fuck. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so that was... 17, he's about 20. Um, at the age of 22, on April 20th, 1958, a Tuesday, 420, mm-hmm. for all you potheads, <laughs> love ya. Um, I don't partake, but I, re- I respect it. Um, he gets married for a second time to a gal named Elizabeth Baumgard. I wonder if she had a nice Baumgard. Hello! Um, he decided <laughs> this. Huh? Hello? He decided the same year to burn his house down for amusement and also to receive $1,600 in fire insurance, you know? So that would be around 50, uh, so that $1,600 today would be around 15700 Wow. Which that's is a, like, that, that's a nice penny. That's a, I mean, it's a decent chunk of change for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I was just like, it's crazy to think that that's what $1,600 meant. Well, when you were talking $1, about. $1,600 ain't shit to me today. I was going <laughs> to like mention like when talking about when he met his wife mm-hmm. uh, at, the, at the movie theater, I'm like, that was like a nickel. Like, probably. Like, that's probably all he spent for the movie, plus the popcorn. Yeah, probably stealing, like, like, the change off the table. You know, it's like, He's got, like, he's got, like, 75 cents, and he's a baller shot caller. Like, that's, like, 12 movies. That was not accurate. That's fine. No, but still. But, I mean, it's nowadays. Holy Toledo. It's so expensive to go to the movies. Whoosh. Yeah. So, uh, he would end up being put into a state hospital in July of 1959, which, um... Would follow because he burnt down his house and uh-huh. he got caught. Okay. Yeah, which would follow another suicide attempt because he he attempts suicide several times. Okay. Yeah, um, in various uh, I can't think of the word various ways. Sure. Right. Returning home, he would set the second home on fire four different times. Wow. Twice in May of '63, once in August of '65, and once in October of '67. So, just really is not a fan of this house. He's like, burn, baby, burn. Uh, it's fine. By 1972, there were six children in his home, two from his previous marriage and four with his new wife. Six. Six. Yeah, so they haven't had their seventh child yet. On January 23rd of that year, he branded his oldest daughter's leg with a hot iron as oh. punishment for, for her for running away from the house. Um, he was arrested. When your dad's trying to burn it down with you inside. No, I don't know if that's really what was going oh, on. Oh, that's so. ironic that you say that. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, my intuitions are really kicking. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty good at that. It's pretty, pretty great. Do you have like something pulled up? I have, I oh. have like stuff that I'm, I'm reading like along to see what you have. See what I'm wrong about. No, no, no. no yes. I'm no, resigning yes. as well. No. Um, Katie's just taking over this whole thing. This has been real great. Hundred episodes. <laughs> goodbye. Um, <laughs> sorry. That's. I like that. I appreciate it. Um, by 1970. Oh, I already said that. Um, okay, he was arrested a week later and found incompetent to stand trial. Wait, why was he arrested a week later for what? For branding her. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. he was held for 60 days for psychological examination and well, was... Well, we already ru- know he's a psychological problem. He was deemed whatever what I said Psycho- three minutes ago. Psychopathological. And yes. was ru- Wait, Katie? Yes. yes. No, 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 no. Katie? Katie? He, he ended up being <laughs> ruled fit for trial in June um, after the psychological exam he was convicted of child abuse and was given four years of probation with mandatory psychiatric treatment a lost cause truly so only for her so thus far Mm -hmm. okay yeah what were you gonna say well no because i had i had uh like there was like three kids that had went to the police about the abuse and stuff that he was doing and then he was released and they went back and said that he didn't do it Oh, the kids did because they were fucking scared? No, because they said that he was just mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that That's why they went back to say that he was doing all that abuse. Hmm. But I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Because he was released, like, before they went back. They were scared. He threatened them. Yeah. Probably. But, yeah, it was, like, a lot of, a lot back and of forth abuse. Thing. Yeah. Mm. So, um, I think that was 1972. Mid-1974, he was um, pretty much hallucinating constantly, having conversations with a disembodied... Wow, 
disembodied head named Charlie is what this head's name was. Sorry, Charlie. And sorry, Charlie. (laughs) And receiving personal orders from God. God is like, you are the chosen one. And here's Charlie. You and this this Charlie head. Um, the divine orders where he were to murder young boys and mm-hmm. sever their genitals. Um, definitely mm-hmm. sounds like a request God would make. 100%. Do they say genitals or do they say birdies? <laughs> Cut the birds. We're going to get fined. It's fine. Um, so he ended up confiding this information to his 13-year-old son, Michael. Oh, in- that's a good... Mm-hmm. On June, and he told them on June 26th, Joseph requested his son's help to help him complete these orders from God. And Michael obliged, saying, glad to do it, Dad. Oh, boy, do you have a little bit of your daddy in you there, Michael? Oh, I hope not. Um, oh, sorry. I'm, I was, I, I took he that got that cuckoo word. word. Sorry. I got cuckoo on my arm. Eleven days later, eleven days later, they murder their first victim. He and his 13-year-old son together? Yeah, they do this together. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um... <clears throat> A 10-year-old Puerto Rican boy, and his name was Jose Colazo in uh, Philadelphia. They tortured tortured this poor boy, cut off his penis, and murdered him. Um, I believe it was through strangulation. Uh, I don't know what that noise was. All right, it's fine. Um, Callinger then decided to take out, that's my parents walking oh, upstairs, okay. decided to take out a $45,000 life insurance policy on his son, Joseph Jr. and his younger son, Michael, both boys. So they murder this first, this 10 year old boy that they just happened upon. Clearly, um, he ended up putting his sights on Joseph Jr. as his next potential vision victim and oh I'm, I'm feeding off Shauna's energy right now because she's covering her face so my mouth is not able to form words okay. um so his first murder attempts were subtle against his child he's wanting to kill his own son did um, they do anything they didn't him and his his michael uh-huh. they didn't they not that they didn't do enough but like they didn't do anything sexual they other than cutting off the genitals they didn't right okay just making yeah. Because there was a lot of sexual things done to him that he mm-hmm. things he was doing prior. Okay, okay. But he's got like okay. this fascination then, with I'm genitals like, and that's what he likes to mutilate. He might to mutilate because in a way he was mutilated by his parents. Yeah. So that's a fixation he has. Okay, like I said, if the first attempts against his son were subtle um, as like typing that out hurt my soul, but he tried to have him ba- back off of a cliff cartoon style while posing for photographs as the first attempt failed clearly. Um, he took both boys on July 25th to a trailer and set it ablaze attempting to trap Joe Jr. inside, which oh is why I said that was gosh. ironic that you said that. So then three days later on July 28th, um, Joseph and Michael ended up drowning Joseph Jr. at a demolition site and his body was recovered on August 9th. Um, Joseph was questioned as a sus- suspect in the murder, but wasn't arrested due to lack of evidence or due to lack of evidence. Joseph Jr.'s body was found under rubble at the site, and his death was undetermined. Although Joseph did end up later later admitting that he drowned. Oh my God, that he drowned him later on. He had made an insurance claim on his disease- deceased child, but it was denied. So he didn't even, he didn't receive anything from insurance with his child being. I can't imagine. I would I would assume the thirteen year old. I don't know. I, 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 if you're doing this with your dad because when you're fucking scared, I don't know. But mm-hmm. like, you, then you're with your dad. You kill one person. Right. Crazy. And then your own brother, though? Like, that. I don't even, I don't know your mindset. I, I don't know the mindset with any of these people. It's hopefully, it's in, thank God I don't understand the mindset. But that's just fucking wild. I can't even. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, so that autumn, the father-son duo began searching for... Um, searching far, farther for other victims, November 22nd. That's my half birthday. Um, sorry. <laughs> they bur- Okay, I hate this word. Burglarized a house in Lindenwald, New Jersey, but no one was home. You, uh, you hate the word burglarized? I hate the word rural. Rural? Rural? Rural. I don't like it either. I, we've came across it a few times. <laughs> That's where we live. That's where we're going to live in Arkansas. It's a rural. Rural? 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 Isn't that R-U-R-A-L? Yeah, but it's, it's like, like rural. Rural. Like, the second R doesn't exist. <laughs> it's just there. It's there to stress you out. Yes, it is. 
are is the most menacing of sounds. Like, it's what's called murder, knife. not knock knock. Sorry, it's my favorite one. Of my favorite. Knife and opossum. Opossum. Oh, opossum. <laughs> oh man. So sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. Next stop. So, first house they burglarized was, no one was there. Next up was um, a lady's home. Her name was Joan Cardi. They ended up tying her to the bed, and she was sexually assaulted by Joseph. Um, They, and that's where they left it. They broke in her house, did that, and then they just left. Didn't kill her or anything. I don't know if they, I don't think they, like. Neither did they. So, Joseph and his son. We're both there. but, But Joseph did more of the, like, assaulting. Um, uh, Michael was just like his little accomplice because he's like going along with my dad. Me and my daddy gonna be all stabby. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Eleven days later, in oh no, Susquehanna, Susquehanna. You know another word I hate, Susquehanna. Susquehanna Township. They're gonna come for me. Um, just five, kidding. We don't hate it. We just don't know how to pronounce it. Susquehanna. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. I'm going with it. Um, five hostages. Oh, Arlo must be home. Five hostages were bound and robbed at knife point. The two calendars made off with $20,000 in cash and jewelry after slashing one of the victim's breast. Um, in Homeland, Maryland, uh, which is a suburb of Baltimore, they held Pamela Jasky captive in her home where she was forced to give oral sex to Joseph at gunpoint. On January 6, 1975, they struck again in Dumont, New Jersey, with victim Mary Randolph. Dumont or demon? Dumont. Oh. Alrighty then. So, what did I just say? Oh yeah, in Dumont. Oh yeah. With um, victim uh, Mary Randolph. She was the next person they assaulted. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay, sorry, I'm fine. So two days later, on January 8th, um, Callender and his son invaded a home at Leonia, New Jersey. I don't like saying town names, it stresses me out. Um, Because I listened to Morbid, and they messed up a a Naperville, Mm -hmm. and they kept calling it Naperville in Illinois. I think it's Illinois, oh no. It's all right, it's okay. Whoops. But they called it, yeah, they they, they, they were ripped to shreds. Well, things Naperville. happen. Naperville. Guess that so, we're human, and we error, and just let us know And be like, hey, we'll you don't it. know how to it's pronounce fine. things. This is how you do, New Jersey. Thanks. <laughs> Holding eight captives... Okay, this is where it gets rough. As if it hasn't... It's fine. Holding eight captives at gunpoint while they ransacked the house, nurse Maria Fashing was stabbed to death for re- refusing Joe's order to bite off a male victim's penis... But Callender got careless during the getaway, discarding a bloody shirt near the scene. Thank God. Officers ended up tracing the shirt to its owner, and the Callenders were arrested on January 17th. It's a very important day in my life. It's the day I became a mom. Mm-hmm. By a joint raiding party of federal and state authorities, two months later, Michael Callender was ruled uh, delinquent but salvageable with murder charges, dismissed in return for his guilty plea on two counts of robbery. He was placed on probation until his 25th birthday in December of 1982. So, we talk a little bit about, about the trial, but then we kind of, we're going to go back into when he starts, like, we're going to go forward and back a little bit, because um, we're going to talk about what he's done to some of these people. Um, I have way too many, I'll see where we'll get to, like, a stopping point. Maybe once it, okay, I think I know where I'll want to stop. Okay, okay, okay. So his first trial was in Pennsylvania, and it was ended up with a hung jury in June of 1975. Three months later at his retrial, he was convicted on nine felony counts. Yes, I thought it, I thought I was going to say accounts. It's fine. Sentenced to prison for 30 to 80 years by a judge who called him an evil man, utterly vile and depraved. So when I saw that, it made me think of the Ted Bundy documentary that uh, or show that Mm-hmm. Zach Efron mm-hmm. was in uh, extremely thought I don't know what it's called but yeah that's what it made me think of totally irrelevant that's just where my brain went um, he was convicted of the New Jersey murder in October of 1976 and received a mandatory life sentence to run consecutively with his time in Pennsylvania there's humans baby humans is Apollo okay mm, does grandma have him are you okay I Sleep. Are you you fell asleep with the baby? No, I just fell asleep. Oh, I thought Apollo was in there with you. No, Grandpa had them. Oh, okay. Alright. Arlo's gonna want you with him because we're not gonna see him tomorrow. 
Yeah, because your dad is dying. dying. <laughs> Zombie <laughs> status. Rip. Arlo has been talking about you constantly. This would be a lot to edit out. Anyways, we're going to continue. Go upstairs, Arlo. I don't want you to hear some of this. You too, Miss Bree. And causing. All right. So, okay. Um, his violent outbursts have continued in prison. Um, he ended up setting himself on fire in March of 1977. He lived. A month later, he assault assaulted a fellow inmate before lighting a fire in on his cell block. March of 1978, he slashed another convict's throat in an unprovoked attack, but his victim managed to survive. Oh, my God. I couldn't imagine, like, going on, like, being in prison for one thing, but then to be attacked for no reason. He was just attacked because it was unprovoked, like it said. Um, <clears throat> so, ten years later, um, in televised interviews... And this is Joseph, this is not Michael? This is, right. Okay. Yeah, because Michael's out in, like, the world. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He, uh, Joseph expressed his continuing desire to slaughter every person on earth. I put hearth. Good job. Mm -hmm. After which he hoped to um, complete suicide and become God. So he said if he, once he died, he was going to take over as the God in... I mean, yeah, that's who I pray to, right? Yeah. That's right. Exactly. I mean, come on. Absolutely. <laughs> so by the time he had been tried and convicted... Prisoner is Hitler. Now it's this guy. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Sorry, that was um, 1984, murdering Jose Colazo and his own son, Joseph Jr. We'll touch on that, because he does end up killing his own son. Well, no, wait. We already talked about that. It's yeah, fine. we did. How he was drowned. Drawing two more consecutive life sentences, so that's 30. Good job, Nicole. You can do math. Briefly transferred to Pennsylvania's Fairview State Hospital for the criminally insane in 1990 after a new spate of suicide attempts. attempts and religious hunger strikes. Ugh. He was um, put back in the state prison on March 26, 1996, where he... Um, okay, so there's there's several different... He's no longer living. Okay. Well, I would think in the 30s, like, hello. Yeah. yeah. Well, one... This says he choked on his own vomit in the prison infirmary. Another said that he had a seizure and died. There was... I'm not a hundred... Did you see any? I honestly... Like, those two that I was telling you about, I didn't finish. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't find more. Yeah. So, like, all the stuff you have is, like, stuff I haven't heard still, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. There's so, more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. There's more. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, okay. So, this talks about how... This kind of goes back to him talking to Charlie the Floating Head... And then enlisting his son. Well, this son, this part says he's that his son was twelve. Uh, okay, do 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 do. So he didn't. He he choked. He either choked on his vomit and died, or had a seizure and died. Yeah, could have been both. Uh, you have a seizure if you're maybe was vomiting and had yeah. a seizure and choked on that. Mm -hmm. Would have been better know, if he unalived of... himself, but you know that's fine. Right. Too. It would have been great if he just fucking his tongue tried to just take over and was trying to like suffocate him. Was like trying to come up through his throat and wrap around him. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, he was fifty nine when he ended up dying. Fine. But um, yeah, he like this kind of just goes into him like wanting to take his son out hunting, but. They weren't hunting hu or animals, they were hunting humans, especially they preferred young, attractive women, especially those who were at home looking after small children, which is disgusting. Their quest began, so this is going to get into more detail about, like, the crimes they actually committed. So, hold on to your, what is it? Oh my god, what did we used to say? Your, I almost said metaphysical titties. So, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Universal titties. Universal titties. Metaphysical titties. <laughs> All the tits. Grab your tits and hold on. They, and your spirit dicks. I only have enough right now. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, okay, so this is where their quest began. They left their home in suburban Philadelphia. I'm fine. Philadelphia and took a bus to New York. They traveled to Fort Lee, New Jersey. Not finding anything particular to their liking, they walked into the neighboring town of Leonia. With only 9,000 um, residents, it was a classic small town with uh, small town values. People kept to themselves, generally minded their own business. I wish I was in that small town. Right. Um, when strangers entered their midst, the well-meaning residents usually took careful note. Okay, I've been to a town where they're like, mm, you don't belong here. Yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. of them are pretty nice, but I've been in a place where they're like, uh, yeah, you're an outsider. Perhaps in a larger, busier community, the sight of a man and his school-aged son walking down the street in the middle of the day um, would have gone unnoticed, but not in Leonia. 
I'm going to say it like that. Leonia. Leonia. It's pretty. It is and pretty. And if it's mispronounced, oh well. <laughs> it's, it looks like Leonia, but I'm like, Leonia sounds better in my head. Whatever. And so, if we're wrong, we're sorry. Just let us know. A local postman named Salvatore Tufo. Tufo? Tufo. Mm-hmm. Was doing his normal round when he saw them walking down the street on Reld's Avenue just around 11 o'clock. He noted that they walked by casually and without purpose and seemed to be scanning the houses as they went. Creepy. Um, What was also unusual to him was the way the man and boy related to each other. As he watched them walk by, he noted they were holding hands and occasionally cuddled each other. And he considered this behavior strange, also effeminate. So, like... Hmm. uh, Okay. It's fine. Lucy, oh boy, Bavacqua, yep, Lucy in the sky with diamonds, um, Mm -hmm. another local saw this strange couple at uh, five minutes past 12, so it's an hour that's gone by, because math. While she was talking on the phone, she glanced out the window and noticed them walking south along Glenwood Avenue. She may have forgotten the sighting had it not been for the boy's actions that she later described as offensively effeminate cuddling his dad and loving on each other too much all weird shit going on there two minutes two minutes goodbye ten minutes later lucy left her house and they were still strolling um the joseph and michael were strolling along south glenwood at 320 lucy returned to her home to wait for her daughter to arrive from school her daughter andrea arrived home ten minutes later shortly after lucy went out to check her mailbox she glanced across the street to her neighbor edwina romaine that is a cool fucking name. Um, hopped out the front door of her house at the n- number 124 Glenwood, and she was screaming. As Lucy approached, she heard Edwina babbling. <laughs> Something about a killing. Lucy, knowing that Edwina's husband, DeWitt, was in a hospital following a severe heart attack, thought that he must have passed away. I'm like, oh, that's so sad. No. It was then that Edwina collapsed on the edge of her porch and um, asked Lucy to untie her feet, which appeared to be bound together with a thin cord, Instead, Lucy ran home and called the police. Why wouldn't she unbound her? Four hours earlier, at about the time that Salvatore Tufo witnessed the strangers walking up the street, Dee Dee Romaine Wiseman and her four-year-old son, Robert, arrived at her parents' house. Dee Dee was 28, that's my age, was the eldest of the Romaine's three children and the only one who was married. She was blonde, pretty, and very well built. Her sisters were 21-year-old twins, Randy and Retta, oh, and they still lived at home. Dee Dee was at the house to spend the morning looking after her ailing grandmother while her mother, sister, Retta, and Retta's boyfriend were visiting an elderly relative. Randy was visiting her father in the hospital. When they had gone, Dee Dee went to the basement to catch up on some washing. At midday, her seven-year-old daughter, Wendy, came home from school for lunch. At 12.45, Dee Dee left the house to drive Wendy back to school. As she drove away, she noticed a man and a boy walking along the street, and they also noticed her. So she goes home shortly after. She checks on her grandmother and begins tidying up the house. She looks out the window and sees the man and the boy approaching approaching, approaching the house. She met them at the front door where the man identified himself as John Hancock, um, a salesman. He then asked if there was anyone else in the home. Spooked by his demeanor, she told him, go away, bitch, bye. That's actual transcript. Um, <laughs> she tells him to go away. Sorry. Joseph then grabs her and forces his way into the house while his son Michael stood passively on the porch. She would later recall that the man was swarthy with dark penetrating eyes and had a strange body odor. Oh, that's Ew. unsettling. Ew. She ended up fighting back. Yeah, precisely. And during the struggle, the man produced a chrome-plated revolver. Hearing the disturbance, Dee Dee's son enters the room, and seeing his mom struggling with a stranger, began to scream. Joseph then turned to Robert and pointed the gun at his head. This is a robbery, he said, grabbing um, Dee Dee by the hair. Do as you say, and you won't get hurt. Mm. He then placed the gun in his pocket and drew out a long knife. Don't look at me, he ordered Dee Dee. Keep your eyes shut. When he asked again if there was anyone else in the house, she said her um, invalid grandmother was upstairs. Forcing her to walk in front of him, he pushed Dee Dee up the stairs into her grandmother's bedroom with Robert clinging desperately to his mother. He then ordered Michael, who had quietly entered the home during the ruckus, to check the old woman to see if she really was invalid. The boy did so, and a high, squeaky voice confirmed that he was. That's so sad. Satisfied, Dee Dee, he put her in a vacant bedroom and asked for scissors. After she told him that she didn't know where they were, he gagged her and raped, raped, oh my god, wrapped 
wrapped tape around her face. <laughs> not raped. At least not yet. Sorry, I don't know how to read. And he covered her eyes and her mouth with tape and told her to take off her clothes. She t- shook her head and he undressed her. He asked her if anyone else, uh, anyone else was coming back home and she said yes. He then removed her jewelry and tied her hand, hands behind her back. Her d- So this is when her daughter was about to be home at any time. She held her hand indicating five, five o'clock. He then tied her elbows and ankles before binding them together with an electrical cord. She then heard him yell out to his son to check that the front door was locked. He then stripped Robert naked and laid him on the bed next to his mother. And that was the little, that was the four-year-old boy. <clears throat> I hate it here. Okay. Yeah. Return, ret- returning to Dee Dee, Callender rolled, rolled her on her back and forced her legs apart. Oh, I Okay. Alarmed that she was menstruating, he removed her tampon and threw it on the floor in disgust. Uh, shortly after, the doorbell rang, and it was Dee Dee's sister, Randy, who was home from the hospital. Oh, my gosh. She was surprised to find the door locked, Randy, and she tried to unlock it as a strange man opened it and dragged her inside. Putting a gun to her head, he told her it was a robbery and told her to do as she was told. As before, she kept her eyes shut and pushed her to the up the stairs and he demanded money and she gave him the $5 she had on her person. He pushed her along the hall and entered the bedroom where Dee Dee and Robert lay naked on the bed. Randy opened her eyes and saw them laying naked and began to panic, thinking that they were dead. To settle her, he allowed her to check if they were breathing. Again, he asked her for more money. She told him that there was some in a box on the dresser while the boy... Checked the box. He ordered her to strip her clothes off of her. She um, complied, and he took out his knife. When he asked if there were any more people coming home, she told him there would be lots of people coming home. There's, I think there's eight people who live in this house. He ignored her and bound her as he'd done with with her sister. When he rolled her over, he saw that she, too, was menstruating and cried, What's this? Before leaving the room, as Randy wondered what would happen next, the doorbell rang. Well, now so, we have a third female who's also bleeding, so fucking get away! <laughs> and it's so sad. I think when I was reading about this, um, the article that I had, and it's like, thank fucking God for a period, because right? he it grossed him out. Yeah. And he was not, he didn't, that's why he didn't assault them. So, thank, thank freaking God for that. Um, okay, I'm going to finish up with this break in and we'll stop where it gets into like okay. them getting to where the house. Where he leaves them hanging still, yes? Or they're still going to want to be like, what the fuck happens next? Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. So we're going to, yeah, we'll just finish them attacking this house. Okay. Um, Edwina Romaine returned to her home to find the door lock. Retta and her boyfriend, his name was Frank Welby, were with her. She was reaching forward to ring the bell when a, a swarthy stranger with a gun opened the door. He ordered them inside. Okay, okay, okay. Do as you're told and you won't get hurt. He ordered them into the living room and forced them to lie down. Edwina and Retta on one side of the room and Frank on the other. He removed their jewelry and watches and bound the women's feet with a Venetian blind cord. Oh, ow, 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 ow. Michael then held a gun to Frank's head while his um, father uh, bound Frank's hands with his own belt. Satisfied, he ordered Michael to bind the women's feet with the cord from a vacuum cleaner. He tied Retta as she. he was told she... Um, but had trouble trying Edwina's hands. Don't bother with her, the father told him. She's too old to do anything anyway. You asshole. But I mean, but yeah. The man and the boy left the room to look for valuables. The phone rang, but um, Joseph ignored it and eventually stopped. Not long after, there was a knock at the door, and again, he went to open it from the living room. Edwina recognized the door, the voice at the door, sorry. She recognized the door. It was, it was a really nice door. It was her 21-year-old neighbor, Maria Fashing. She then heard ra- raised voices before Maria was also herded into the living room and forced to lie down. Possibly seeing Frank, the only male hostage, as a threat to his plan, they produced a handkerchief and gagged him before blind, um, binding tape around his face and hog-tying his hands to his feet. Barely able to move, he was then ordered down to the basement where his pants and underwear were pulled down to his knees. Joseph then took oh my god took out his knife and held the blade against the base of Frank's penis. If you move, this goes, he warned him. Uh, a short while later, he heard Maria's voice protesting as she was led into the basement. Bound as, as he was, he couldn't see anything but heard enough to assume that Maria was being raped. While the attack continued, the blower of the furnace he was laying next to started up and drowned out most of the noise, but Frank was sure he could still hear Maria screaming. 
While Frank wasn't sure what he had heard, everyone else in the house heard Maria's screams. Clearly in trouble and fear. Help me, she cried. He's hurting me. I'm drowning. This was followed by a oh, gurgling sound. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. Fearing that she or her daughters would be next, Odwina jumped to her feet and hobbled towards the front door, screaming, and made it out of the front door as Michael screamed, Somebody's loose. In the living room, Retta rolled herself behind a sofa to hide. Randy, still in the upstairs bedroom, pulled her feet free of her bindings and ran to a window to try and see where her mother, um, see why her mother was outside screaming. Oh my god. To see where her mother, not why. So, that is where we're gonna leave you guys for part one. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna rip this off. It's a lot. That's a lot. And that's just the tip of the iceberg because there's gonna be, yeah, there's, we're gonna have a solid part two. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. So, guys, Woo! thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, we've actually started being ranked on something that's called Good Pods. It's where a place to go listen. Um, so, Or you guys can just go, even if you just listen to one episode, you can um, go uh, rate and review on there. Um, we appreciate it anywhere you do it. But Good Pods is a really good place to go. Uh, fantasy and world music by the factors those are intro sound all our socials are bloody babbles podcast katie's upcoming podcast name will be introduced soon as soon as she knows you'll know (laughs) but yes um i really uh um yeah we're gonna come hot and heavy with part two guys so and also nate dog we love you dawn we love you yes because oh yeah because you haven't been here since we since we said she's cancer free yes so yes nate dog we always love our nate because he's great and he doesn't make us wait i don't know it's fine but until next time guys babylon Do you enjoy dark comedy, puns, and laughter? If so, come join two good brothers, John and Patrick, as we discuss some of the craziest ways people die. That's so bizarre, strange, and borderline comical, that'll leave you dumbfounded. You can follow this podcast on all major platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. And make sure to follow us on social media on Instagram at the Dumbfounded Pod and on Twitter at TDFDPod. And remember, think ahead, don't be dumbfounded.